Hi there and welcome to episode 109 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. I'm James Brown, tireless campaigner for the Less Alex campaign. And as usual, I'm joined by scrotal face woodpecker enthusiast, Dr. Alex Connor, and woodpecker face scrotum enthusiast, Mrs. ADHD. <laughs> Alex, hi. Have you ever Googled the woodpecker's tongue? Oh, you fucking tell us this every week, Alex. Are you just repeating the same shit every week? I, yes, it wraps I, its tongue around its head to absorb the blows when it hits the tree. Around its head. I, I haven't actually, Alex, because I'm scared I'll find your sex tape if I do. This isn't about the bird thing. This is a sex position. <laughs> That's Unrelated. the reason I, haven't, reason I haven't Googled it. Sam, hi. Hi. Short and sweet as always. Oh, what? That was short. A reminder then that we started the podcast because the BBC asked us to infiltrate vulnerable patient groups. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't. laughs> We've got time for a second episode a week now because they're just doing it for themselves on their own on their own Pudsy Bear Mental Health Awareness Week. That's the week they chose to do it. Hmm. We're so tired of justifying ourselves, ADHD people. And yes, yes, we've tried mind- <laughs> mindfulness. We've tried planners. And we've tried turmeric. <laughs> Brilliant. Right then, anyway, uh, this person who starts a sentence with, I mean, I'm not racist, but of a podcast is also a tragedy in three parts. And we'll discuss how the week between podcasts has been not great. From our perspective, as uh, people with ADHD and people involved in the community, and we'll answer some of your questions. So remember to send them in um, on Discord or by the socials. And we'll talk a bit more about this week's podcast theme, which I've already forgotten, to be honest. So my uh, reflections will be good. As always, I'll ask how your week was. Nobody will ask me, or actually Sam will, because she forgets the joke. So, uh, Sam, God, this is going to be long. How was your week? Oh. It's, it's, um, I'm busy. I'm really, really Mm. busy. I feel like I'm suffocating. Um, I'm not getting anywhere near as much done as I need to every day for work, for the charity, keeping in touch with friends and stuff. Yeah, I'm knackered. There's just not enough hours in the day, but I'm so, so grateful that I've got Ray, Rose and Sarah and Laura helping out because if, I don't know how I'd cope without them. I had my nephew's second birthday this week, which was wonderful, but my car is broken, so I'm worried about them. But York was lovely. Oh, and I went Man. to the venue in yeah. Leeds where I'm doing my talk. So I got really, really excited about that. And now I've come away. I'm just terrified again because, oh, James, go on. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. yeah. This was really aimed at Alex in that he didn't call your talk a little talk, whereas my talks are little talks, <laughs> but obviously yours yours are just talks, it seems. Sam's going to be sharing lived experience from the perspective of someone growing up with ADHD, <laughs> undiagnosed, untreated. As opposed to your <laughs> shit, James. Yeah. Do you know the, the mental strength one needs to, to develop that? Without any treatment or support, was, it's not one of your little talks, James. This is was, serious um, stuff. How, the, the one in that sentence, how much of that was because it was grammatically correct and how much was because you knew yeah. I'd notice? Yeah, like, well, absolutely three million percent. This is what anybody, anybody that doesn't listen, anybody that doesn't listen, anybody that listens or watches on YouTube, this, you might pick up on this, that Alex literally literally spends time every day thinking of things that annoy me and even doing things when I'm not there because he knows it would annoy me. Uh, and yet I'm, I'm the monster. True. You are a monster. You are a monster, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> remember not... Oh, yeah, James, how about you? Oh, for God's sake. No. 
Again. Jesus. Again. It's again. Just, it's only I've got one scroll, James, only got one joke, James. <laughs> we don't ask you. Oh, you yeah. That's it. That's all she has I to know. remember. And, but she'd rather, yeah. but she'd rather, she'd rather blow it up as the joke. IED, she is. Yeah, my week, fucking panorama. Basically, oh, not just yeah. my week. Obviously, sev- several weeks now. This has been um, in preparation and response. And okay. I think it's it's difficult actually being with Sam and seeing how busy she is because Sam, there's there's a hierarchy of kind of not putting ourselves first in this group alex is quite good at protecting himself i'm yeah. not as good and sam is completely fucking useless at doing it and therefore yeah. will will uh, I, I can't if you're not watching on youtube the reason that i'm pausing is because mrs adh she is spinning around like a top and and grinning like and it is, i don't it's know partly what. hyperactivity isn't it but it's partly just to piss you off which i it adore. is it is and I mean, it look, feels really it. good yeah 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 i'll just let her finish sorry it's okay mate it's okay alex will call, alex will call me ableist if i comment on the fact that you're being hyperactive I will. yeah it's yeah so so seeing sam do all of that stuff while i've been um you know dealing a lot with you know my own day job which has been difficult post panorama and obviously lots of stuff on social media reading the stories of people you know, people who've had their shed care cancelled, people whose family members have texted them saying, see, told you you didn't have ADHD, people whose partners have said to them, because they've got an upcoming assessment with one of the private clinics um, featured saying, ah, yes, he told you you're just looking for an excuse for your laziness, etc. I don't know why Sam, Sam said that to you, James. That's, <laughs> that was out of order. He's an absolute cunt, that's why. And he's, he hasn't got ADHD, he's just a lazy fucker. He is, he, in his specific case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. normally i wouldn't yeah. agree well i don't I, remember i don't have the inattentive symptoms uh at no all. you don't what? <laughs> oh no, yeah you, don't you think you don't yeah <laughs> uh, anyway whilst medicated and yes. forgetting uh, any anyway alex your week yeah fucking panorama isn't it oh my word um trying to defend myself from what can only be attacks from within my own community that may we use different words for trauma and that's perfectly okay <laughs> but i probably should have mentioned that uh, last episode not so much attacks as reasonable comments um <laughs> but yeah the panorama thing's gone it's trying trying to keep up and i think this this thing that we all feel of we're never doing enough and it's a race hmm. to the bottom and and even i james with how you say self-care what i call massive laziness <laughs> I, I still I was breaking this week. I was breaking, and I, yeah. I couldn't. I felt like I couldn't breathe as well. And, and God, did you have more uh, than two messages to answer a day? That's hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many? How many Three murders messages. did you manage? No, no murders. Three messages. Oh my God. All of which time That's I had to reply thanks to. <laughs> Lovely. Oh man. <laughs> No, I'm actually, I'm, I'm even sending people papers because they need this evidence mm. and people need need stuff. And that, you know, there's there's quite a lot. Of, I like My science. My God, you're even sending people papers. Y- yeah. This is, Do you want this to swap is that, John? No. Yeah. This is borderline bullying now, Samantha. You need to reel your neck in. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> next question. Yep. <laughs> 
Alex? Oh, man. As always. <laughs> oh, thank you, Sam. Yes, I know. I think that's, as always, we ask. If you had time this week, uh, answering panorama-based trauma, I think is the, the answer. What stupid thing have you been doing instead of what you were supposed to be doing this week? Or Sam, just answer, what have you been doing this week? <laughs> James, start with you. Um, interestingly, and I think this is probably ADHD-related, so in terms of overwhelm, I've been hiding away from messages. It got to the point because of Panorama, I was having to do so, so much that I let the various, I've talked about this before, the various different platforms that people message on, let the messages build up to the point where I couldn't, I just couldn't. When you know you've got in one inbox yeah. 80 messages and 60 in another and 100 in another, I I, I can't. So I had to do the, the the delete and reset and got some lovely feedback from people saying kind of, well done, this is what yeah. people should do. If you get to a point where you're struggling rather than push through it, just say to everyone, listen, I'm sorry, I've, I've had to mark all as unread or delete. Please contact me again. And someone even said, you shouldn't even say that, James, which is probably true. <laughs> Um, you don't have to say it, James, but the fact that you did is genuinely incredibly powerful communication for the community. Yeah. And whilst I wouldn't tell other people without your level of social power to do that, yeah. I think the fact that you did is really, really good. I, I know yeah, I've come that out is good. I couldn't do that. Yeah. That's no, really no, and, that, and that's something I wish we could teach you. But the, but the self-loathing and feeling yeah. like a failure because I couldn't do that and because in general... I'm going to give Sam a compliment now because people think I'm mean to her. Yeah, I know. God, please don't. Sam Sam underestimates her functionality. (laughs) Stop making, stop it, Samantha. (laughs) She she can work throughout the day on multiple jobs effectively. Look at her, she can't take it. But for hours and still be going at 7 or 8 o'clock at night, whereas when it gets to 3 p.m., my brain turns to jelly and I can't do anything. Even if I split my dose, sometimes you know, by certainly four or five, the thought of, of answering messages or doing stuff for the charity, I can't, I can't do it. And I, and I watched Sam being able to do it whilst thinking she's shit and think that's, that's incredible that she can't see what we'll see. Anyway, Sam, what stupid thing have you been doing instead of what you were supposed to? Uh, Sorry, um, that was really, yeah, that felt horrible. Um, yeah, um, oh God, I've written out loads down here and I, don't, I can't be bothered to say it all. Birmingham talk, I forgot that I can't drive in the dark, so that was really awkward getting there. <laughs> and then I got confused and drove down a, a road that only buses can go down and got a bit stuck and had to go the other way. And then when I was coming out of the car park, I was looking for the exit, right? And I saw a sign that said exit only. So I drove down there and some men, man was going mental at me saying, it's one way, it's exit only. And I said, yeah, it's the only way I can get out of the park, car park. And he was like, no, it means that it's only an exit. You can't enter it. And I was entering it. How confusing is that though? Exit only? I thought that's the only way you can exit this car park, obviously. <laughs> anyway, um, I forgot that I'm intolerant to mushrooms. And then I remembered while I was eating them and said I shouldn't eat all these. And then I forgot again after I'd eaten them all. And I wondered why my stomach was so sore and bloated. And oh, my God, my trumpet stank. <laughs> um, I forgot my pole lesson. And then I was hysterical because... I really like going to pole. And then I went to another pole lesson, the one where I fucked my shoulder and I've ruined everything. And I took James's (laughs) car and 
I left his car keys on the passenger seat and left the car unlocked for the whole of the pole lesson. And then yeah. came out and was like, where are the keys? Oh, they're here in the open brand new car. So sorry about that, James. And I keep forgetting yeah, to put my estrogen and testosterone on, which isn't helping with life in general. Go on, James. I was about to say, if, if it, my insurers happen to be listening, um, that, that definitely doesn't happen on a regular basis. And you definitely can't just steal the car by sitting in it. There's not even a start button. Just sit in <laughs> it isn't. with the keys are in there and drive away. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're no longer insured. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? I saw, I I saw the smart... I saw the smile on Alex's face before he did that, and I could I could see the thought process. <laughs> of him. It was pre-enjoying it, it in full mind-wandering note mode. It was yeah. competing hard with the idea of some mushroom trumpeting, and not just because that's ridiculous, <laughs> because because the trumpet mushroom is a form of mushroom. That's that all it. of those thoughts. <laughs> oh, I'd be intolerant to that as well. Mm. Um, Alex. Yeah. Well done. What? I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm a what? pro now. Go! No, your your answer, Al, your answer. All right, James, uh, what have you been I've doing this week? I've done mine, I've done oh, mine, yeah. Sam. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Alex, croquet. Once, once again, what the thin the veneer of professionality disappears. Just the slightest little rub, ding. So what I was doing editorially was, I was leaving a gap. Don't you leave left gaps. such. Yeah, yeah, no, you did such a long answer. Then I was going to do a gap and then use a one-word foolish accent, uh, okay. true, which was croquet. But just before I said it, you said, "Come on, say something, James, <laughs> say something." So you know the comedic element was gone, mm. but the professionalism. I, I, I don't think it was ever there, Alex. I think. It, I <laughs> no, think. It, well, the problem is it must have been Sam because you always unknowingly zero in on anything that's meant to be a joke <laughs> and destroy it. You're you're a joke-seeking missile. And for that both. We're going to take a break and we'll come back in part two with questions and thoughts from the ADHD adult UK community. Alex, hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Jesus already. Welcome back to episode 109 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. As always, in these Thursday nonsenses, in part two, we're taking questions from the community. Whether you contact us on Discord, James, or the Twitters, Instagrams, Asshole. Facebook, the other ones, we're Space. at the ADHD Adults. Was that Spacebook? Spacebook. Spacebook. <laughs> I don't know the names of them. Space. My time. <laughs> James, we have one question each, and there's two questions here. There's two questions. Yeah. And I noticed you've just added one of them, which I'm going to read out because you make me. But this is what it says. It's from Corbin's Bum. It says, hi, first time caller, long time listener. Is there any mm -hmm. truth in the room that Alex is exiled to Russia because no country in the EU saw a purpose for a second moon? I wish he was and, exiled to Russia. And, and well, I'm very popular in Russia. And when he's filling in for James talks that James never mentions, he has to be smuggled into the country in the colon of a Moscow circus elephant. <laughs> You've added that. Have you? you thought that was appropriate, did you, James? To, to... Listen, we get some. I we think get it's some appropriate. To we get Sorry. sent a lot of questions and, you know, people want answers, Alex. And I think in this case, it sounds like you're trying to evade giving an answer. So I have to hold you to account here. So come on. Well, yes, answer. First, let me say it's very difficult being the Home Secretary. I'm committed to doing the job of the Home Secretary. Whether I <laughs> stop, stop the, the speeding course or not is neither here nor there. 
<laughs> I'm reading another, another question, a proper question, which is tricky, yeah. actually. Tricky one. Uh, it's from JJJ, which I like. If one has trauma-induced ADHD or traits of ADHD, would resolving that trauma cure the ADHD or traits of ADHD? Or is the triggering of the ADHD or ADHD-like traits permanent activation? If it could cure it, how would one go about resolving trauma to that extent? Are there approaches that have been developed with resolving trauma with an ADHD focus? Would ADHD medication still work for trauma-induced ADHD or ADHD traits? Maybe I should read one of Gabor Mate's books for an answer to this. That's a really good one. It's such a good question. James, do you want to start? Thanks for that, Al. Um, mm. Yeah, what I would say is, and I think we I think we tried to hand-pistedly cover this in the episode on trauma, <clears throat> is that there is evidence clearly that trauma can be the environmental trigger for ADHD. And we've had quite a few people get in touch. I think people who probably have had trauma and again have that, you know, that lived experience that makes them feel like that very much caused their ADHD and even questioning that there's any evidence for genetics, which there's absolutely loads of it. If trauma was a trigger for ADHD and ADHD is a neurodevelopmental disorder in which the brain has developed differently, if we're accepting those two facts, then resolving the trauma would probably unlikely resolve the ADHD because the brain has developed differently. It may be that it could have an impact on some of the symptoms which are shared between trauma and ADHD. But if trauma happened in those first six years of life, um, you know, while the brain is at the earliest stages of development and cause that neurodevelopmental difference and delay, then I don't think that resolving the trauma would cure it. The ADHD medication is interesting because we know if you give ADHD medication to non-ADHD groups, it can resolve some symptoms. So this has been tried in the menopause. If you give methylphenidate to women who are menopausal, who don't have ADHD, it resolves some of the symptoms of menopause, which look wow. a bit like ADHD. So again, it's it's possible if it is a case of trauma that's presenting with ADHD-like yeah. symptoms that it could work. But obviously, you know, it's hard enough, as we know, getting ADHD medication if you've got ADHD. James, so important to say they're two different things. Yeah. Trauma response that has similar to ADHD-like symptoms is very, very common response to trauma. And that isn't the same as trauma-induced ADHD. That's a neurodevelopmental thing where trauma was the environmental trigger for Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I, can, I, I Yeah, I misread the question. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you were right. Everything you said was absolutely right. Yeah. 100% correct. Um, and, and no, no, it won't resolve trauma-induced ADHD. But dealing with trauma is a good idea in general. But would um, it resolve... Um, ADHD like symptoms that come well, from trauma that, it depends it depends on how effective it is as as an intervention CBT medication and it depends it's a very very individualistic thing but yes if you have ADHD like symptoms as a result of trauma please please go and get some support from your doctor from a therapist from someone because that's really really important and just a dead quick boring caveat people I describe trauma differently the American Psychological Association describe it differently from mind for example who described differently from a lot of people so they the apa the american group would say that it's an emotional response to a terrible event mm. the mind would say it's it's a serious event so difficult experiences or adverse childhood experiences for example whereas some people would would argue that you know if you got if you got jumped at by a dog which m many people wouldn't find traumatic but you did 
it might scar you for life, you know, and that, that to you was a trauma, but not to other people. And the, but there are three different things. And if we're describing that last one as a trauma that could trigger ADHD, then we need a, a word for the other things. Yeah, and, and they're all just one event, whereas you've got more complex trauma as well, haven't you? You have, and actually the number of what they call adverse childhood experiences, ACEs, is a fundamental and and and, and iterative process that can cause manifold problems and and they're not apart it's, it's so it's so complex but we didn't want we've got to agree that there are different words for different things and that's an issue i think go on james oh, we just lost it completely sam, yeah, really no no so, just sam so sam repeating the word manifold <laughs> repeatedly i thought was funny manifold manifold <laughs> just because she likes the sound of it sorry um, i didn't realize I was and I, and I was laughing earlier because just as Alex was reaching the crescendo of his answer Sam blurted something out oh, really <laughs> yeah which was which was just was glorious um Sam is there anything you would like to add to that answer which you haven't done already or shall we move on no I don't think so okay. I don't think I know enough to right. add anything People want, to well, up, people want to write in and tell me manifold is supposed to be more of a mathematical thing I was using it as a metaphor oh god just, cares, just, I don't. I will get a lot of emails. As if you will, you won't answer them anyway. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy with my croquet, Sam. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Fucking croquet, James. Very. Huh. Um. Yeah. Second question from Mr. Glenn: Are we more predisposed to struggle with cognitive dissonance? Do you think? Which means we're more likely to struggle setting new routines and behaviour patterns. Alex. Are you at the back? Um, yes, Glenn. Yes, we are. There's lots of different ways to describe cognitive dissonance. We're going to do a whole episode on it because you can <laughs> think two different thoughts that are opposing at the same time. Uh, a belief in, you know, the, the, the literal word of the Bible and, and knowing that evolution is real is can be described in that way. Or cognitive dissonance can be acting in a way that where your behaviour or your action isn't in line with your values so um yeah d doing drugs when you've got adhd and not wanting to or not thinking that some people don't james that that's the right thing to do or smoking <laughs> or is a also a form and there's lots of different ways it can some of them are, are sort of forced on you by you know your, your employer or, or parents or whatever some of it's more internal and that is definitely linked to adhd we will do an episode on it mr glenn yes Bob, yeah, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to add anything, want... James? Well, yeah, no, I was, yeah, I was just going to add that we we talked about this the the, the <laughs> in a jokey way the cognitive dissonance where we often have imposter syndrome and feel that we're not good at our jobs and not clever enough to keep our jobs but we also often think that you know we're clever enough to trick a medical profession with fifteen years exactly, of psychiatric yeah. experience into giving That's us a an great ADHD joke. diagnosis. Where did you get that from? Is that a joke? Do you know what a joke I mean, it's is? Not, yeah. It's not a yeah. riddle. Anyway, yeah. question three. I also, I also like how in, in a podcast where we write jokes for each other and, and deliberately don't take credit for them, that Sam, Sam immediately had to point out the fact that that was something which she had uttered. <laughs> Amazing. It's the only joke I've ever done. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's not true. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> no, it wasn't really a joke. Anyway, um... Oh, yeah. Question three. <laughs> a question for Alex and James. 
it's nothing good, to do with me this one good, 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 even though good. I know the answer but it's for you too listening right. to today's podcast and say for instance you're on the NHS waiting list but then you move areas before being seen by your local ADHD NHS service I know you have to start the process again is this also the case if you go through NHS right to choose James answer it then if you answer it then if you fucking know yeah. show yeah. off I'm not allowed Come on. you are I'm allowed to thank you not... <laughs> Do you mean you're not allowed to? Oh, sorry. And that's from Complex Cub. I didn't read their name out. Um, Yeah. Well, yeah, because my brother has recently moved and he asked for right to choose, but they referred him to a local service. If he'd he'd got referred to right to choose, he wouldn't have to go through it all again. But he got referred to his local service and now he's got to get referred again. But yeah, right to choose, it it doesn't matter. You can take that with you. As long as it's in England, yeah, because it's yeah. Uh, it's uh, yes, it's, uh, true, it's an it's NHS in England. England thing. But yeah, I think this is really important because um, post Panorama, obviously commissioning groups, the bodies that pay for your NHS treatment, although we all, obviously we all pay for it through taxes, the, the groups that decide what gets spent where are clearly having conversations about ADHD assessments from uh, qualified providers the um the private the independent clinics that offer assessments with nhs contracts through right to choose and we know we've talked about york in the past about how up there they've now set up this single point of access where you have to meet three incredibly ridiculous criteria to to be referred to their local services like your immediate risk of self-harm immediate risk of getting jailed etc but they cannot restrict right to choose or 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 delay right to choose referrals um so yeah if you move areas within england that referral is still valid but um yeah if you if you've been referred to the local services and you're outside that area um <laughs> see what alex has put in the script what? No, just just now just now then yeah you probably would need to be referred to a, a, a an area a service within your new area for that it was boring Bastard. We're going to take a break. Importantly, three thoughts on this week's theme and podcast, which was, as you well know, James, uh, childhood trauma and ADHD. No, it wasn't. It was alexithymia. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. I mean, it says it right there on the script. What is wrong with me? I think we know. Don't trumpet. Um, welcome back to episode no, 100. What? <laughs> Three, two, one. Welcome back to episode 109 of the ADHD Adults podcast. This is part three, where we'll give our personal thoughts and expand upon, expand, expand upon, expand upon the things what we didn't say last time. Mm-hmm. Um, James, what made you choose the last idea for a theme? I'm sure if you if you go back to I suppose this this relative stage of Gabby Logan's career, she probably was about as professional as Samantha was in that introduction there. Because we, you learn yeah. your craft, don't you? Um, and, and she's got and she yeah, and she has got better, obviously, because they used to be even worse than this. Their introduction they were worse than that. Yeah, <laughs> which is hard to believe. But anyway, yes, thank you for asking that question, Sam. Um, what made uh, me or us choose the theme? Actually, Sam and I had a very long conversation. I mean, it was very long, whilst not being entirely sober. And Sam did most of the talking. I can't imagine <laughs> anyone not understanding that that's the situation in our house. 
and she was reading lots of stuff out to me about alexithymia um and it's just made me realize and really look into it not that i just looked into it because obviously i would known about it for years yeah, and it, years years but even before i knew what adhd was and i just thought yeah actually that's something i really i really do struggle with being able to and i keep a fucking mood diary because of my bipolar and some days i do just go well five because i don't know you know, unless I'm unless I'm climbing off the walls, trying to score drugs, fight people, hypomanic or, you know, sitting in the back garden, smoking, thinking the darkest thoughts, the bits in the middle. I don't know what that is and how to describe it. Uh, mm. Alex. Um, I chose Alexithymia because it's got my name in it. That's it. No other reason than that. It's not true. Um, it's a form of metacognition, isn't it? Really? I think that's a fair, probably a fair thing mm. to say. And. And that's increasingly problematic, I think, for people with ADHD. So mm. always worth worth a shout. Sam? Say it. Say it. <sighs> I have no editorial rights on this podcast. I did not choose the theme. However, I did talk at James for quite some time <laughs> about it. And several people asked for it on the sheet. You know the sheet, Alex, that, you know, <laughs> episodes that people ask for? No. Um, yes. So was there any thought or tip from the theme that you forgot to say, Alex? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, I've written in the script, which is to remember that everything is temporary. <laughs> I've written here, whatever you're going through now will end and be replaced with some other bullshit. It's exhausting. Tired. Is that left over from a previous one? I think it's just, I was just, that's a panorama uh, response. You've I think. not, you've Thank not, you've not finished. Second. You, yeah, so thank you. That's nothing to bit... do with the theme. <laughs> yeah, no, no, there wasn't. Okay, no, I don't, thanks, I don't James. <laughs> She's really taken control of part three, isn't she? Mm, yeah, a bit, that's a, bit a bit like that, a bit like that. Um, the evil little woman from Harry Potter, um, <laughs> who was from the Ministry of Magic or whatever it was. Look at her face. Look at her face. I no idea. No. I don't know what that is. She's. No. I was thinking she's more like hell. I, I can't do that. Hell. <laughs> Hal from, oh God, this popular culture. Oh, references. Hal. Yes. You said um, hell. Anyway. Yes. Tip or theme? No. But what's interesting is obviously we get some correspondence after episodes. Quite a lot of people actually went, oh my God, I obviously didn't know this was the thing. Not like me, because I'd known for ages. Um <laughs> But but it was interesting that lots of people talked about how much it affected them, the the particularly in yeah. again in relationships and, and in trying to understand in a in a workplace yeah. environment if someone's angry, happy, cross. I think it's really interesting that something that um I've known about for years, but obviously many people haven't, <laughs> um clearly it impacts a lot of us. I mean, the statistic we talked about in the in the episode was like nearly 50% and if you look in autism it's 50% so it, it does suggest it's a bit a big issue uh Sam any um, thoughts or tips? I can't I can't remember what I said last time um but I was saying to Mama Chameleon on Discord that I feel I'm much better able to work out how other people are feeling than how I'm feeling because I overanalyze everything that other people do to try and work out what they're feeling and and what they mean by what they're saying so I don't know if that's what how do you know that's accurate I don't know if it's accurate but I feel it's true 
Oh, I see. Because I feel like I, I spend so long trying to work out what do they mean and what are they saying, because it's a bit difficult for me to work that out, that yeah. I feel I understand what they're saying more than I understand what I'm saying. But it might be completely untrue because I might not be reading them correctly. This and is that don't. sympathy versus empathy thing again, isn't it? Is always assuming like and, and looking through a positive lens or a negative lens can make you interpret events entirely differently. <laughs> very, yeah. very true. And true. One thing I've been told this week was that a couple of people contacted me to say that they draw a picture of it if they can't do numbers or if they can't say it in words, they draw a picture of how they're feeling and that works for them. And I really like the idea. I'm a shit drawer though. Yeah, I, I couldn't I could draw. Imagine. I don't know how to draw a feeling. Can you even draw it? You can't make a cider out of it. We know someone that's very good at drawing, don't we? Tom's son that sent us that picture. Oh, which we yeah. Shared on social media. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so so Tom came to one of our talks and, and their son had drawn a lovely picture, but um, Tom apologised that Alex's head was too small. <laughs> and then he went away and edited it and sent it back with an appropriate-sized spherical head yeah. for Alex. Thank you, what I loved about that as well was that when I, we said, oh, that's a really good picture, and with no hint of irony, and this was really lovely, he went, it's not even a best work. I only gave oh. her, like, minutes to do that. I was like, that is so lovely. Was oh, it a daughter, really not a son? I've been saying son. Was it, was it okay? Apologies, yeah. Tom's but uh, oh, it might not be, but oh, I think Jesus it was. Christ. Anyway, okay. if this impacts uh, you now, hopefully having a name for it will make it easier to tell people that you find it difficult to explain or even know what you're feeling. Yeah. I know that it helps me because now James knows why when he's asking me what I'm feeling I don't I don't know and now I know that he's got a similar thing so sometimes us talking things out can be really difficult because we don't know it's just like strong emotions I just don't really know what's happening or what I'm feeling so that really helps and it'll help me going to the GP as well when I say I know I always describe things weirdly but this is why I'm Sorry. I'm no, I was about to say I'm regretting getting you. So we've, 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 Alex and I chatted about this and we've decided she's probably not going away, Mrs. ADHD. So we bought her the same quality microphone that we've got because she was using an inferior quality one before. And I'm kind of regretting that because Jesus yeah. Christ, your voice is loud oh, really? and pierces into my ears. Yeah, it's, it's just, well, What's you know, mind, I don't think. Who, you, who you tell in Butte. You know, it's, that's, <laughs> it's something that you are known for anyway. Jesus Christ, just to push things forward. Alex, I suppose, was there any? Oh, see, fucking shushing me. He likes being. He likes it. That was episode one hundred nine of the ADHD Adults Podcast, and it was the very first Thursday extra edition of the ADHD Adults Podcast that was specifically after Monday's episode on this and that. Nope. Alexi Thymia, <laughs> Alexi Thymia. You'd think I'd know. Oh, <laughs> you like that nonsense. I want to get involved, please do contact us on the socials, on Discord, uh, FaceTime, Bookspace, <laughs> Instagram and Twitter, at the ADHD Adults, of course, Discord. Have a lovely weekend. Bye. 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 Bye.